Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Okay, it's my pleasure to welcome to the show Dominic Tampa. Dominic is the broker of record for City Life Realty, which is Daniel's in-house real estate and sales company. Dominic, welcome back to the show. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us once again. Uh, the last time we spoke was, uh, I believe, October 2015, which is when you were just about to launch the Daniel's Waterfront uh, West Tower. And now here we are, a year and a half later, getting ready to launch the East Tower. Um, we talked a, a bit in the previous interview about your experience in real estate and, and um, your history in real estate, a lot of... Uh, amazing experiences that you've had and you've seen all kinds of different markets. I thought I'd start by asking, um, have you ever seen a market like we are having right now? Well, this has been definitely in the last six months in particular, it's been a a very heated market with uh, a lot more demand than there is supply. So what we're seeing across the board, whether it's in new homes or whether it's in the resale market, that uh, that buyers are outstripping the the amount of supply that's out there. Now, going into the spring as we are right now, in, in the new home market, you're going to see a little more products start to be available, and so uh, it'll start to balance out a bit over the next few months. What uh, is there anything that concerns you about the the current market that we're in right now, or is it? Uh, or are you are you in this in the field like you just sort of alluded to that you know what? Things are about to balance out pretty soon, as they always tend to do. I think they are, and, and you know, you, you're you're asking uh, earlier, you know, whether or not I've seen a market like this, and, and I, I'm always very cautious of trying to compare, uh, cur- you know, the current market to a past market and, and the way uh, they they move, because there's just never uh, an exact parallel when we're looking back, and with the way markets. Uh, go up and, and just, you know, the the, the house sales go is, is never an exact parallel to something that happened before. So I think where we're at with our market, the only, I, the, the, I'm not concerned about where our marketplace is from a standpoint of the inventory that we, that is being sold out there and, and, and you know, in my area in, in of expertise in the, in, in the condominium market, we actually have a real need for it in the city. So the amount of, uh, New product coming online matches very well with the demand for the amount of units that are out. So, in other words, we've got approximately 100,000 people coming into the city of Toronto every single year right now, which is a really significant number. And we don't really foresee anything in the next 10 years changing those those numbers. So, the amount of new, new condominium product that's coming out really only helps to satisfy the demand that we've got on an ongoing basis. So as long as our, uh, as long as what is being built matches that, I, I'm feeling fairly confident that this is a marketplace that can be sustainable. A lot of talk now uh, from the government and, and the talking heads and the media and everything about you know, what to do about this current market that we're in. A lot of people are starting to be concerned about what things the government may do uh, to sort of, um, you know, uh, negatively affect the market or artificially constraint the market in some way. I'm just wondering if you had any thoughts on that as as been just nonstop chatter about it in the media, just from your experience, um, 
what do you think about the government potentially uh, making changes or intervening into the real estate market in some way? Yeah, you're absolutely right. There's been a lot of talk about it, and, and, and the government's meeting on various levels uh, in the next uh, in the next week to talk about what they should or shouldn't do as far as uh, trying to intervene. We've got the Ontario budget coming up at the end of the month, and there is some chatter about you know what could be in there that could be affecting the housing market. Uh, my preference in general is for governments to stay out of trying to control or direct markets every time they do. Uh, I think they, they they artificially adjust the market. I never think that uh, that's a, that's the right way to go. I think the markets will adjust naturally on their own. Um, having said that, if they if they do, you know, the talk is perhaps a foreign buyer's tax, similar to what happened out in Vancouver, or an empty homes tax is another proposal that you're hearing uh, support for. Uh, and if that comes in, if that comes into place, and that's what they do, I don't think it's going to have a dramatic effect on our marketplace. I can think of, uh, you know, Daniel's Corporation and and our business, our, our foreign buyers represent approximately one percent of our purchasers. So it's really going to have a negligible effect on the marketplace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's shift shifting gears to Daniel's waterfront now. Um, obviously, we want to talk about the new building, the East Tower, which is coming up, and people want to hear about it. Um, what's new? What, what's new at Daniel's waterfront since our last last time we chatted in uh, in 2015 before the launch of the West Tower? What's what's new on on site and and with the project from then till now? Well, to start with, when we chatted last, we were just launching the West Tower, uh, which is Lighthouse West Tower, a 45-story tower with 534 suites. That is now sold out. So it really outperformed uh, from a standpoint of how quickly we sold that uh, building out. So we're very happy to see that happen. Um, since then, we've been well underway with construction of 130 Queens Keys, which is our office condominium that's on the south part of the uh, community. Uh, we're now up to the 10th floor, and uh, we'll have occupancy starting in the summer of next year in the office condominiums. And we've had some uh, great new people, groups coming into the office condominium. We've got George Brown College putting their school of design uh, taking the entire second and third floor, just over 100,000 square feet, which means that we'll have 1,800 students, about 300 faculty that will be coming to this community every single day. Uh, other big users like Colleges of Ontario that are going to be moving their head offices uh, here in Artscape that's putting in the uh, Artscape launch pad to help uh, aspiring artists to develop their businesses. So we've seen some really uh, incredible um, uh, uh, new growth with uh, with the groups coming into our office condominiums, which of course is just going to uh, be a big part of the vibrancy of this community. And now with Lighthouse East Tower, a 36-story uh, tower coming out this week, it's a uh, with with suites from studios to uh, two plus dens. Uh, there's approximately 420, uh, I think it's 423 suites in White House East Tower. And uh, we're seeing some incredible demand for that. Yeah, and uh, I think you've you had some retail partners as well. I think that you've, some of the retail spots have uh, have been taken up as well. Any 
Can you share with us uh, who the, who those are so far? Yeah, we're talking to a lot of different retail, but the ones that we can talk about is RBC will be putting a, a, a bank branch at the base of the uh, of the office condominium, and we've got um, we've got Starbucks coming in and putting in a coffee shop, and we're talking to a lot of um, uh, quick service restaurants for our space between the the office condominium and the residential towers that pedestrian walkway called the yard that's going to be lined with retail restaurants uh, uh, approximately 25,000 square feet of that and we're talking to a number of different ones we're not prepared yet to make any uh, announcements on on specific restaurants but that's going to be coming soon as well nice and construction construction is actually underway isn't it for the for the residential port you mentioned the office towers are well underway and they're they're way out of the ground and and people might be moving in in just over a year but the what's unique about this opportunity of somebody buying in daniel's waterfront east tower is that construction's already underway isn't it yeah what that what that really did, yes you're absolutely correct construction is underway on both the west tower and the east tower they do share a podium so we're building them at the same time uh, so uh, occupancies on the East Tower will begin in the fall of 2019. So we're only approximately two and a half years away from uh, moving dates. What help? What's why that's a real positive for uh, anyone looking to buy at this uh, community? Is there some certainty of this construction has already started, which means that the occupancies. Uh, are, are are much more certain that they're going to be moving in on, on the dates we're talking about. Right, it's not you're not buying a a parking lot and and you know waiting four, five, six years. It's it's already underway. It's like you said, it's about two and a half years away, which is great. Yeah, exactly. Especially. Most of the most of the delays for for purchasers when they're buying occur before construction actually starts. And so so you know when you see these purchases where they're delayed by you know one, two, sometimes even longer. Uh, in years, it's because they haven't started construction in in the time frame they had originally anticipated. Once construction starts, barring any major strike, construction strike strikes, you tend to be completed in the time frame you've estimated. And so, like I said, by being under construction before you purchase, it gives you that certainty of timing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned the response to the first tower, obviously huge response, huge demand. Uh, the whole, th- like you said, it's 100% sold out at this point. Nothing to buy there today. We're waiting for that uh, East Tower to come out, so we've got um, units to buy in the project. Um, what are what? And you're like just talking to the different purchasers there and knowing who's buying in the building. What would you say people are most excited about with respect to the project? Well, I, I think it's a whole lifestyle thing. The, the, the really attractive part of what we're doing here is we're building more than just one condominium, residential condominium. We're, we're doing what Daniels does best. We're building a master plan community, and that's integrating residential, commercial, retail, um, entertainment, uh, learning space all into one community. So, you know, now it's a, a community where you know, we like to say it, where you live, work, play, and here is, is and we can add, uh, learn to this. So what people really like about it 
is just how we're creating these vibrant communities where there's so much to do all the time. It's not just a place where you're going home at the end of your workday to, to go to sleep. It's, it's a place where you're going out for dinner. It's a place where you may very well be working in the, in the building right just beside you and you're maybe walking to work every day. So there's a lot that's attracting uh, the buyers to this from a standpoint of just uh, the creation of this master plan community and also from the, the greater development that's going on down here along the waterfront. This whole East Bayfront is a 55-acre redevelopment that's going to dramatically change the waterfront in the city and, and the um, Daniel City Waterfront City of the Arts is just really the gateway to this whole redevelopment. So it's a pretty exciting community overall to be moving to. Yeah, and and on that note, there's there's been, you know, again since uh, the first the release of the first tower a year and a half ago, there's been several new developments and new announcements about future developments happening, you know, all around you. And and what's interesting I find about the Annual's Waterfront is. Uh, you're conveniently located right in the center, it seems, of of all the the massive redevelopment that's happening east of you, and now also west of you. There's huge developments coming up as well, with uh, with the LCBO lands being sold and um, uh, the, the 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 land around Young Street uh, with the Toronto Star Building and everything. That's all being redeveloped. So. Uh, you're conveniently located right in the center of of everything that's uh, happening on the waterfront. Yeah, it's, it, it, you're absolutely right, uh, Andrew. It's kind of a, right in the middle of it all, which means for anyone living here, you're you're so close to to whether you're you're going to the west and going to to the more developed area of Queensky, or you're trying to go to Union Station and, and the financial district. These are all walking distance. And now with all of the East Bay front lands being developed, that's you're you're also very close to all of that and the distillery district over towards Parliament Street. So it's a it's a real central location. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what's new for Tower Two in terms of uh, what can we expect for people who are familiar with Tower One and what was happening there? And w- will we expect the floor plans to be similar, or are you changing the suite mix based on demand? Um, and what's happening with amenities in the building as well? So in terms of sweet mix, uh, it's a little bit different from the West Tower in that we don't uh, have the larger suite. So uh, in the West Tower, it was a a taller building, and we had in our top floors uh, suites that we had penthouse levels that had suites that were up to 2,000 square feet. And gallery floors from the 40th to the 43rd floor, where suites were up to approximately 1,300 square feet. In the East Tower, we are not creating those um, floors. What we're doing is taking the same suite type all the way up to the top of the building. So in the East Tower, the largest suite is just under 900 square feet, and that's the uh, really beautiful southeast view on the uh, southeast corner of the of the building. Uh, so in terms of suite size, it's, it's there. The, the range is from studios that are just under 400 square feet to uh, two-plus dens that are just under 900 square feet. Uh, in terms of the amenities, the amenities, I would say, are fairly similar to what you're, we have in the West Tower. Um, the 
East Tower and West Tower share the outdoor amenity space on the third floor. And so it will share the tennis basketball court and um, bocce court that's on the outdoor space on the third floor, as well as having our uh, our um, community garden plots on the uh, outdoor space of the third floor. Um, you know, the, the rest of it, it of our... Um, the amenities on the inside are on two levels and called the Spotlight Club. With the third floor, we're creating an amazing fitness center. We're calling it the Extreme Fitness Center. It really is at the level of a five-star health club. So for anyone who's into into fitness and has a club membership, they can cancel it. This will be at the same kind of level as, as, a, as a real uh, uh, health club type of gym. Uh, we'll have a great arts and crafts studio on the third floor as well for those who want to explore their creative side. Um, on the 11th floor, we've got a great outdoor area that's, that we're calling the Zen Garden. It's a more tranquil type of outdoor space and has uh, outdoor barbecues on, on this beautiful terrace and an outdoor fireplace for sitting out there in the evenings under the stars. It's a, it'll be a really nice outdoor space, and we'll have a party room that uh, that is a bookable space with uh, outdoor bar- barbecues that is all uh, part of a, a bookable space on the on the 11th floor, as well as a social club that will have a projection screen uh, and a fireside lounge with access to the barbecues as well. So uh, the same uh, the same overall uh, level of of, of uh, amenities that are in the West Tower with just a, a few slight changes that we're doing on the outdoor space on the 11th floor. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, you guys always do an amazing job with uh, with the amenity spaces. That's for sure. Um, what what would you say is your best tip for for investors or and even end users looking to buy in um, in Tower Two? Like, what's your best tip or advice or suites to look for? Um, views to watch, you know, to to consider and things uh, as 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 they're considering buying in this building. Well, for investors, what you know, with the announcement of George Brown coming coming in and having in their their school of design, it's it's really a great building to invest in. It's, it's from a rental standpoint, this is really going to do a lot for for making sure that 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 any suite that that's available is going to be rented out very quickly. And I don't think you can go wrong with with any of the selection of whether you're looking at a smaller one bedroom or you're looking at some of our two bedrooms that are in the in the 700 square feet range are are excellent investments to make. I think for the end user, you know, again, depending on what what size you're looking for, one of the things I really enjoy from here is the views of the, of the city. I mean, the views when you when when you're looking to the city and the light to the city and the vibrancy of that. That's always been my favorite view. Again, everyone has different uh, different ideas of what what they like to be looking out at. But you know, I think the city of Toronto is is just gorgeous at night, and and that that's that would be one of mine. To, when I talk to people, I say consider what this will look like when you're coming home after a day at work and, and just you know sitting there and enjoying the view of all the lights of the city. So that, that that would probably be something that I would I would strongly recommend for people to give some thought to when they're looking at the various uh, floor plans and exposures. Yeah, and another tip I mean I, I found with the West Tower, and I know it's going to be the same in the East, is for people who do want to have the, some water view. The nice thing about it is whether you're on the east, you know, of course you think about the south side, of course you're going to face the water, but 
anything on the east side of the building, anything on the west side of the building, all suites are going to have large balconies. You just step out onto your balcony uh, and you take a look and, and you can see the water from, you know, any suite on the east or the west side of the building as well. Pretty well. The, in, the, the, the interesting thing about just how the lake configures uh, here in, in, in the city is that it actually curves around the city. And so people, generally when people think of lakeviews, they're always in, in their minds are thinking just direct south, that's how you see the lake. When in reality, the lake uh, curves around so that when you're looking directly east from uh, from from Lighthouse Tower, you'll actually see views of the beautiful views of the city uh, of the lake as it curves around when you, the lake kind of goes around towards uh, the whole east end of the city. So on the east side, um, you don't you could be facing directly east and you'll have some really nice lake views. And the same goes for the west as well as it curls around the kind of the Etobicoke part of the city. Uh, you get some really nice views as you're facing directly west as well. Absolutely. Um, what else is coming up? I mean, it's, I know it's going to be a very busy year for Daniels in 2017. I thought it'd be good just to give everyone a bit of a sneak preview of what other uh, projects you have planned. Um, obviously Daniel's waterfront is the full focus right now, but what else is, uh, is, is coming down the pipe for Daniel's this year? So we have a number of, uh, this is going to be a very busy year for new projects for us. So, uh, the next really exciting one is we're, we're coming back to the Mississauga city center, uh, with a, a 40 story tower this summer. So we're looking at, uh, middle, mid August. We don't have an exact time frame on it, but mid August to, it's about the third week of August with a release of uh, the Wesley Tower at, at Daniel City Center. So and that, that's right in right in the heart of all that um, in Square One by City Hall uh, that that we're we're going to be building that at. So that's a really exciting one to be to be looking for. And then in Regent Park, um, two things that we've got going on. We have a handful of suites that are remaining from our very successful launch at Y Condominiums last fall, and we're going to be releasing them on, on a on a one-day sale on a first-come, first-served basis on uh, early June. So we'll be doing that, and then in the fall, we'll be coming out with the next tower in uh, in Regent Park called New East, which is a 29-story building, uh, and that will be in late October, and that'll be just on the northeast corner of Sumac and Dundas, right across from the Aquatic Center in Regent Park. So there's a lot going on this year for us, and it's going to be uh, an exciting year. Absolutely. Sorry. Uh, the Regent Park one, I think uh, you just said what that was called. I, I don't know if that was a world uh, breaking news, but I haven't heard the name of it. What, sorry, what was, the, what was the name of that tower going to be? It's going to be called Due East, as, Due? as in Due East, uh, D-U-E-A-S-T. And we, we chose that name really as a reflection of, of what's really happening with the development in the city. Uh, a lot of a lot of the the real attention to to, to 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 the new development is towards the east side of the city, and so it's kind of a, uh, an acknowledgement that that you know going east is the way people are, are going. So that's uh, that's why we called it Dewey. Go east, young man. That's right. Yeah. The east the the the, the, the east side the east side has arrived. 
we are yeah that's that's for sure and and the region park redevelopment is a big part of that in the past uh decade do east okay well you heard it here first do well, that, east that's news. yeah that's not a that's not, that's not a name that that uh has been out there yet so that's a little bit of news here here followers awesome well there you go you always get the Latest breaking news here on the True Condos podcast. Thank you very much, Dom. Really appreciate your time today. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add about the project or anything we didn't cover that you uh, you wanted to highlight about uh, Daniel's Waterfront or anything? No, I think we've covered it pretty well. You know, the, the, this is this is a, uh, a master plan community with with residential, retail, office space, and, and learning space. It's a really incredible community to, to come and visit. And, and I think anyone who comes down here and and has a look at it, we'll understand why we're so excited about it. Excellent. Well, once again, looking forward to working with you and the whole team at Daniels uh, on this project. And uh, until we talk again, thanks again for being on the show. Thank you, Andrew. Take care. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.